Welcome in to the Rob and Kale Show. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening as uh, we roll along here on a Sunday. Sunday night jackpot means it's time for the live stream. And we've got uh, some interesting stuff we're going to get into today. But uh, welcome in from the upstate, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? What's on? What's going on, gang? Got a lot of folks over here in the uh, comment section already. Uh, Uncle Lou's having a problem figuring out whether he's called in yet or not. Uh, you have called in before. However, you have not called in tonight. So, no. Uh, Dr. Right. Bark is here. Big Barney Ross. Megan, <laughs> Megan. Lisa is here uh, saying hello to Lou. Shocking. Uh, Harry Legg is here. And uh, Alex Stewart over in the comment section reminding us 1998. Hunting 101, what's going on? Uh, Mike Burns, what's going on? Thomas Buckle, Wesley Abrams back in the comment section once again. Nice to see you here. Uh, Rob has SEC biases here. Uh, Mr. Boogie, Marty Reinhardt. Good evening, sir. And um, everybody else, welcome aboard. Thanks for watching tonight. Great to see you here. Um, festive. <clears throat> you know, I got on my, my Oregon State Beavers hat tonight, so I'm feeling kind of tropical with that. And I decided to put on a uh, kind of a uh, Hawaiian-type shirt since, you know, well, Oregon's kind of tropical. Uh, it's over on the West Coast and uh, just kind of <laughs> set the mood a little bit, man. Summer is here. Summer's here. It's time to get you. Time to get ready, man. Time. Time to get rid, rid of that dad bod and get you, get your beach bod on, man. Get your game right. Um, you know, get your tan going on. Uh, whether it be a farmer's tan like mine or just a you know, a, a full on tan. Uh, it's time to hit the hit the waves, surf, build sandcastles, build relationships. Uh, you know, build whatever your heart desires. Uh, so anyway, Jackpot, you seem like you're in a good mood tonight in your festive shirt there. I'm in so, a great mood. I, yeah. I, I have someone on my route like the past three times I've been to their store. I go once a week. And uh, in the morning, you know, it's like five o'clock in the morning. Um, I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, living my best life. I'm like, okay, that's so damn cliche. I'm like, I'm sure... Are you I'm really? Sure, I'm sure running this this dumpy gas station <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning out here amongst all these crackheads is not your ever uh, and checking out the uh, tater chip man it's not your best life but you know, whatever. All right, so we're gonna roll along tonight. the uh, The main topic of the show is I sent this to Jackpot yesterday, and um, he said I like that. And the, the topic is that the championship window, now I'm saying the national championship window, has closed on the Clemson Tigers, in my opinion. And when I say that, I mean that there's got to be something that's going to have to change, and the change is not going to come when Dabo Sweeney is there. So Clemson fans have to uh, be honest with themselves. If you step back and you look at it for a minute, we'll get into it in a moment. But first, we'll thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1 Diagonal from the Walmart. Also, DNC Trucking and Transport, Fireside, Chat, uh, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story. Hmm, let's get into some BS tonight. Um, it sucks to be a Gamecock tonight. We were talking about championship windows closing for Clemson. As a Gamecock fan, we have never had a championship window to close because we are a shithole. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. All right, Jackpot, I'm going to put this out there really quick, and then you can tell me whether or not you agree with me or not. All right. How's that sound? I know okay. in your mind you think that hey Clemson's you know they're that's not going to happen blah 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 but I did some some looking around today let's think back to that 2018 uh, Clemson national championship team right mm -hmm. so <laughs> here's the thing with that the guys that were on that team you had Trevor Lawrence Chase Bryce yeah Justin Ross Amari Rogers T Higgins all these guys that are playing in the NFL right now on the defensive side of the ball Christian Wilkins Cleveland Farrell 
booty scratch. How many guys that were that ended up playing on Sundays? Isaiah now, Simmons. Isaiah Simmons was on that team. Yeah, I mean, you had you had some actual rock solid players. Now, Dabo Sweeney used the old school way of getting it. He went out and got the guys that he wanted, brought them in, developed them, ended up winning two national titles over a period of a three year span. With that, though, things have completely changed right now. There was also a young man on that team named Darion Kendrick. You remember Darion Kendrick, right, Jackpot? I do. Yeah. Well, Darion Kendrick ended up leaving the Clemson program, and he went over to Georgia and won a national title there. So he won a national title in 2018 with Clemson, then in 20. Uh, the first national title with Georgia, he won there as well in their back-to-back set. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. When you look at the recruiting rankings today, Clemson is currently ranked 88th in the country in the transfer portal rankings. They've got one three-star quarterback that is never going to see the field. All right? They're currently behind Tulane, Central Arkansas, Akron, Cal Poly, just to name a few. Now, when I look at Auburn, Auburn's got um, Auburn this season has eight four-star recruits that are transferring in. Florida State has seven four-star players that will join the team this year, in addition to their recruiting class. Clemson lost players in the transfer portal to Oregon State, the Beef with uh, Jack Potts West Coast team there, NC State. Cal, Colorado, and several other prime top power five teams. Now, when you step back and look at it, Alabama had issues at quarterback in their spring game. What did they do? They went and got Notre Dame's quarterback. Dabo Sweeney is being a stubborn, stubborn guy with this, refusing to use the transfer portal. And until he decides, look, I'm tired of getting my ass handed to me. When it comes down to big games, not not games against uh, Syracuse and Boston College and teams like that, the big games, yeah, he's not going to have the talent there. You're going to have teams, South Carolina is using the transfer portal. If you don't use it and and make it a part of your program, it's not it's not you're not going to have the talent. That everybody else has. You're yeah. just not. Rob, you're, Rob, you're, having a little bit, you're having a little trouble with your microphone over there. Um, I'm having yeah, a hard on. time understanding you. Um, yeah. Sorry but, about that. But 88, um, I'm surprised that they're ranked that high. And I'm not they are. Being, I'm not being a, a butthead there or anything, but they don't take anybody out of the, uh, no. the portal. And they have, it's like, Dabo uh, doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that he has weaknesses on his team. Uh, is that fair to say? Well, yeah, but you also, that. yeah, I completely agree with that. And he's completely wrong. That's just the way that it is. I mean, you can't, you cannot have a college football team and expect to be a power now and not utilize the transfer portal. You just can't do it. It's not going to work for you. I mean, we can look at we can look at it from across the board. Uh, LSU went to the SEC championship game with a transfer quarterback from out west. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arion Kendrick went to Georgia, won a national title. If you're not using the transfer portal, you're going to get left behind. Yep. Alabama, <laughs> Alabama had transfer portal. Uh, wide receivers uh, smacking Tennessee co-eds around because I ran up to him, got in his face. Right. Well, look, I'm just telling you, if you don't do what you're supposed to do in the transfer portal, this championship window is closed for Clemson because you're not going to have enough guys. You look at that 2018 team, you had starters that were awesome in addition to backups that are playing in the pros. You're not going to have that kind of depth anymore. They have Justin Ross on that team. Justin Ross wasn't the same after uh, what was it? He had uh, like some kind of some kind of genetic 
issue or something on yeah, his something neck. with his spine, with his neck or something yeah. like that. So it wasn't ever the same after that. He had surgery on that. Um. So yeah. Uh, Pakalak is being dumb again. He says, "Forget the portal. No one wants to go there. Time's up, sir. They have top ten recruiting classes. That's not the problem. Uh, they don't right now. Um, it's it's early. They'll finish in the top ten. Okay. Well, yeah. So. Uh, the point is their last recruiting class was in the top 10 and, but their transfer portal stuff, they're at 88th worst. In the says, so you wear that beaver hate. I guess he's saying, means say hat to troll Clemson fans. Uh, no, uh, did I not own this hat before, uh, DJ? Yeah, Jack has been a fan of the, of the beavers for a long time. Yeah. So there's that. So you're wrong. Sorry. All right. Well, I tell you what, we're going to invite folks in. If you if you agree with me and what we were talking about, I think the until Dabo Sweeney says, you know what? I have to use the transfer portal. And his excuse for not using it is insane. We've got our own guys here. Brother, that's not enough. No, it's just not going to be enough. He doesn't have the receivers. Um, he, he doesn't have the lines of scrimmage on offense. In my opinion, um, so you know, I mean, he could take, he could, I mean, he could feasibly take, he could feasibly take a transfer portal quarterback for some depth. Yeah, well, let's go. A good, uh, a good one. Not he took some shithead that's not going to play. Um, <laughs> he could take that for depth. I mean, let's welcome Lou. Let's welcome Lou to the program. Lou, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, how y'all doing? I ain't been able to call in uh, uh, in a while. It's good to talk to y'all again. Good, good. Yeah, y'all are y'all are looking dapper as usual. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I'm not even. I'm going to be serious. I'm not going to um, troll. I, I don't think Clemson's winning another title under Dabo either. Um, and and that's not really any kind of uh, look. There's way more coaches that have had a title run, and then not had another one than there is that have had multiple. Like it's not easy to, it's not easy to do. So I'm not saying Dabo some kind of bad coach, but like, if you look at Nick Saban, like one of the things that set him, him apart is his ability to adapt throughout different um, ages of college football. I mean, it's a totally different game today than it was when Nick Saban was at LSU or Michigan state, or even when he first got to Alabama, the offenses are different. The rules are different. Now you got transfer portal and NIL. And the reality is, for whatever reason, I, I think winning two national titles is the reason Dabo's not going to be able to win one now. He, 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 he's unwilling to change. He says, well, I did it this way. It'll work again. It won't work again. Too much has changed. I don't think Dabo's winning another one either. We're going to go to 12-team playoffs. That's going to make it harder for teams like Clemson to win it all. It's not going to happen. Um. Lou and I agreeing upon something. And and here's the thing. You I can, still think he's a good coach. I, I still think Clemson's going to have a good team every year. You mentioned their recruiting. I, I mean, they're going to be good every year, but I don't think they're going to win another national title. This whole you have to be all in from the time you're in seventh grade deal. Players just players don't have the same mentality and mindset they had five, six, seven, and eight years ago. I mean, these players that are getting recruited now were in eighth grade when NIL became a thing. You know, or when it started being talked about, uh, when the transfer portal started. So they, they've come up in this world where the player is more important than the team or the school. And this idea that unless you've loved Clemson, you know, cradle to grave, we don't want you. I, I just don't think that's going to fly in modern college football. Free agency exists. You can't just bury your head in the, in the sand and pretend it doesn't. Very good points, man. Hey, as always, you're always welcome on the program. Thank you. Have a good night, man. Um, yeah, I mean, there and there are Clemson fans that are out there, and they'll tell you, well, Dabo's got his own way of doing things, and how can you question someone when they've won two national titles? Well, it's very simple. The last time he won a national title was, what, five years ago? And the whole world's changed, Jackpot. Absolutely. It absolutely has. Do you think that he'll win another title at Clemson if he doesn't embrace the portal? Mm -mm. Hmm. 
Yeah. I don't know if he will if he'll win a title at Clemson if he does embrace the portal. No, and you can make him because there's only one champion every year. I mean, the recruiting is not what it used to be. Well, it, we it shall is, see how that goes. The link to join the show is right there in the uh, the comment section. If you would like to uh, step in this evening, jackpot I was right there. To, to I was going to screenshot something and send it to you to make fire ball over there in the comment section look like a dumbass. Because uh, he says uh, about my my uh, beef hat, I'm driving. Excuse my spelling, but I don't believe you, Kale. Okay, well, I, I looked it up. I guess I'm using two different Amazon accounts, and I looked up under the wrong one. I was trying to find the order history when I ordered this hat on Amazon. I know it was in pretty early 2022, may have even been 2021. Anyway, I've had it for a minute. That's the point. Uh, and it was way, way, way prior to the ukulele transferring to Oregon State. So I'd like to uh, if I can find that, I will show it up there on the screen uh, to make him look dumb. Uh, but right well, we don't, now, we don't have to have a visual aid to make this guy look dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, is well, we you can know, we can just go back and pull some old Robin Kell show footage uh, from prior to the ukulele transferring with me with this hat on. B Bean says, "Do I prefer Streamyard calls over the telephone? I, you know, it sounds cleaner." With uh, with the Streamyard stuff, so Jackpot talked me into that, and it works. So there's said, that. Fireball comes back and says it's not that deep. Okay, well it's not that deep. Then why are you making an issue out of it? You know, I like proving people wrong. If people do that when they get proven wrong and they get outed for being a dumb shit. Oh shit, it's not serious. Oh, I was just fucking around. Oh, I ain't mean that. I love you, Jackpot. That's what you get. <laughs> Jesus. All right, What's well, up, yeah. softball draft this week. Church or women's? I don't know. Apparently, they have some softball game in, in Georgia, and I get I guess they're drafting people to play softball. I got nothing. Yeah, I, I was on the church softball team for a couple of years, uh, back in the mid 90s from like 94. Um, to 96, uh, while I was, uh, uh, during my time in college and, and, and whatnot, the summers would come home and, and, and our church, we're, we were, we were over in the Greer, South Carolina area today. If anybody's familiar with that, there's a, a church over there called Fairview Baptist Church. And at the time it was the biggest church in the Greer area. And, and, and now they've, they've torn the old one down that was there then and rebuilt this church. I mean, it, it's huge. I mean, it seems like a cathedral. And uh, one of the two uh, parks that we played softball at was at their church across the road um, next to a place called Whitey's Auto Auction. Um, I better half said, that sounds kind of racist. And I'm like, well, that's not what it was. I mean, the guy's name was just Whitey. But anyway, um, I say that to say, uh, I was telling her about, you know, back in the day, I remember we played them in uh, softball and they were like, they had all this money and stuff, man. And I mean, these, these guys, they had softball uniforms and they were, they were blue and white pinstripes. They had like Yankee uh, church softball uniforms and ours at uh, that Double Springs Baptist Church up there between, uh, between Greer and Traveler's Rest. I mean, we had... I mean, we wore, you know, like <laughs> the bike shorts, not biker shorts, like the, the bike brand shorts and, and, and right. maybe like like T-shirt jerseys with just, they were just like blue jerseys with just like the white numbers on them. You know, I mean, and, and, and some of us may have not even had, um, had jerseys to wear. I mean, we were so, we were so low budget. So, yeah, I mean, that, that just shows you the discrepancy there between, between the haves and the have-nots in the uh, in the Greer uh, Consolidated Baptist Church uh, Softball Association back in the mid nineties, uh, we've learned more about that than we've learned about anything else tonight. So thank you for that, Jackpot. Oh, you're awesome. welcome. Jackpot brings brings the heat as usual. Uh, Uncle Lou says you put pineapple on your pizza. Is that true? 
No, I don't put the pineapple on there. It comes that way. So you order it with pineapple on it. No, I, I, I don't. But if it came that way, I'd eat it. Um, I don't I don't like pineapple. I don't think it belongs on pizza. The wife, you like pineapple on pizza, don't you? I've tried it that way before. So yeah, the wife likes very it. Good. We're not gonna we're not gonna question the taste of my wife. Damn it, she likes pineapple on pizza. It's not bad. Fireball said, "Why you? Because I because I because I, I I took them on as an adopted fucking team like two damn years ago because I like the name because they're called the damn Beavers because they remind me of the Gamecocks because they ain't never won shit, but they try." They got a loyal fan base. They got a youthful head coach who's actually an alumni of Oregon State, which uh, we don't have that. And Shane Beamer, for whatever you say, he's he's youthful acting. But he's really not that youthful. He's like 16 months younger than I am. So, I mean, he's he's on up there. He, he's, he's pushing 52, but, um, yeah, that's why I like him. So, fuck it. I mean, I like Mizzou, too, when they're not playing the Gamecocks. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, let me show you something real quick, too, guys. I, I want to pull this out and I want to put this up on the show just um, as uh, so everybody will know this is what, what I'm planning on this year. And this is what's going now. Of course, you know, the Gamecocks right now currently own a four game losing streak to the Missouri Tigers in football. Absolutely embarrassing. Um, so we can cut this little clip out and send it to our, our buddies uh, out in the uh, Show Me State. Um, but at the Mazadcast, right? Care package. They sent me a bag of the Luther Burden Old Vienna Red Hot Riplets. Uh, they're out of date now. Went out of date back in uh, January. But so this is what's going to happen. If the Gamecocks beat Mizzou this year. After the game's over, I'm going to open this up and I'm going to devour all of the red hot ripplets. They'll, they'll be gone. If Mizzou beats the Gamecocks, the red hot ripplets will go back up on the shelf. And I'll bring them back down for the 2024 game. I'll have them there beside me. If we beat them in 2024, I'm going to eat all the red hot ripplets then. Now, if Luther Burden hits the transfer portal and leaves Mizzou, or if South Carolina never beats Mizzou, with Luther Burton on the team, then the Red Hot Ripplets are going to go back on the shelf intact where they shall remain for their eternity as an antique. Steve John joins the show. Hi, Steve. Hey, how y'all doing? Hi. Good. Good. This is Steve John. That's a lot of rules for that uh, bet. Can you go over all those rules again? No, you can't. <laughs> Okay. And also, I can't believe that you're so obsessed with Clemson that you would go out and buy an Oregon State hat just because DJ transferred to Oregon State. That's pitiful, sir. Thank I you. I didn't buy I didn't buy the hat because Did he just leave? He just left. I didn't kick him out. He left. Sir, look here. I didn't buy the damn hat because DJ Uwe Ungale with it. But I'm going to tell you what I am going to do when they're available. When he starts lighting it up the first of the year, I'm going to go on Amazon and I'm going to order a DJ Uyungle jersey to wear. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. During the games and perhaps during our live streams because I'm pulling for that young man. You are not buying a DJ Uyungle shirt. That's not happening. A DJ Uncle Lake jersey, not a shirt. Why don't, a jersey. why don't you just why don't you just get an Oregon State tank top and then put DJ on the back of it and not just wear that. Tank tops. That's your jam, not me. Well, I mean I'm all you sleep, pretty good bro. In the, you pretty you look good in the Slob Olympics in a tank top, had the gun showing. Well, that was a special treat for the ladies. Okay, terrific. And too many sets of drawers got creamed in, and uh, I was told I had to put on regular clothes. Okay. Well, that's that's fair. Uh, you know, someone was someone, – I, I think it was uh, Peg and Megan sent me something about over-under totals with uh, Florida at like five and a half. You buying that? Five and a half for Florida on the over and under for the season? Mm, 
Can you pull it up? Can you ship me over a Florida schedule real quick? Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Let, let's pull it up. We're just going to do win game. We're going to do win game right now. This is not an official prediction, but this is win. We're going to do win game. Hold on, I'm pulling I'll it up right you now. Win or loss. All right, well, and we'll just be as, as fair as we can be here, all right? Yeah, just, just, so, just roll them off to me. The first game, August 31st, is at Utah. That's a loss. Bear in mind, we said the same shit last year, and Utah went in okay, there. And let's lost. run through these now. We're going to run through them. All We're right, I got it. All right, McNeese. That's a loss. McNeese is a loss? No. God damn it. That's a win. Okay. Tennessee at home. Loss. Charlotte at home. Win, two and two. Kentucky on the road. Mm, two and three. Vanderbilt at home. Mm, three and three. At South Carolina. Three and four. Uh, home for Georgia. And I'm sorry, in Jacksonville for Georgia. Three and five. Bad. Arkansas. Three and six. At LSU. Three and seven. At Mizzou. Three and eight, man. And then Florida State. I mean, I could see him losing nine games. I really could. I don't know. They drop all those. Uh, so, you know, seven wins, seven losses is, is real possible. Let's go to Jeff. Jeff, what's going on, man? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Hello. Good. Uh, are we allowed to give our whole names on here? You can. What, what, what are you calling yourself this time, sir? I thought next time I'm thinking it would be Ben Dover. Okay, th this is Jeff Bezos. Jackpot, you ordered that hat from Amazon three months ago, sir. No, I didn't. I'm looking at it right now. Are you calling me a liar, the owner of Amazon? This is Jeff Bezos. You ordered that hat three months ago. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Jeff, I think you've got another jackpot pulled up or something. Something must be wrong, man. Yeah, I would never question the owner of Amazon, but yeah, you're wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so Jeff Bezos joining the program. I, I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where to go from here on that. I mean, I'm just sitting here and exactly got nothing jackpot. All right, so anyway. If I say about yeah. the Gamecocks, Florida's schedule is brutal. Yeah, but uh, why? Because our, because they play Florida State and Utah? They don't have Alabama on the schedule. Neither of those are, are – both of those are pretty tall tasks going on the road to mm -hmm. Utah. They're not winning that game. Brother, why why that. is it – hold on, Jackpot. Why are we sitting here giving Florida State this whole thing that they're going to be – the second fucking coming. I'm not giving them the something that they're going to be the second fucking coming, but they're better than Florida. They beat them last year. And so I you think, think Florida's going to be that down. Be better this year than they were last year. I think these people who have them ranked like number four and have them taking down Clemson this year and all that stuff are just, you know, it could happen, I guess, but they're counting their chickens before they hatch. Why can't they just say, hey, we're probably going to have a pretty good team. I, I look for them to go about 10-2. and two. Number four, playoffs, give me a break, man. Give me a break. They can't do it. Hell, hell, they hell, they lost the, the games right in the middle of their schedule last year against the three best teams that they played. And, yeah, they lost to Clemson 34-28. Everybody's like, well, they kept it pretty close. Well, they, no, they didn't. They were losing by 20 points going into the fourth quarter, 20 points they scored two touchdowns in garbage time they they got dominated sir uh twisted rooster says florida state has a proven quarterback the gators are in trouble look i could buy into all that but i don't think that florida state is we can't just sit here and say florida state's going to be the best thing ever i just just not buying that either i'm not buying it either i mean they may be a top 15 team top 15 ish top 10 is their absolute ceiling? I, I just I don't I, I'm not gonna believe it till I see it. 
If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I just I don't I don't think so. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. A uh, couple things more before we get out of here, Jackpot. The the tides are changing for the South Carolina baseball program. Big Barney Ross sent me a text message. Y'all got swept by Kentucky. What the hell? That's awful. And um, look, I know they've had, and, and they lost the series last weekend to Auburn, who was unranked, yet still managed to hold on to the number three ranking, I think, because they've got some injuries that have piled up. And, you know, you, you, you get a, you, a, you get a fair amount of injuries in a, on a basketball team or a baseball team. That's really going to change the trajectory of a lot of things more so than it would on a football team. And I get that, but I, you know, Kentucky's not a good, not a good bat, baseball team. And you know, the fact they can't at least get out of there with one win. Holy shit. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried. Um, that's they're one, they're two and five. Right, yeah, two and five in their last seven games. So, yeah, I I don't understand um, how South Carolina looked like they're absolute world beaters, number one in the RPI, and now they're losing three straight to Kentucky. What the hell is going on here? Well, I mean, hopefully these young men are getting healthy again for the stretch run. So that's that's all I can hope for. I mean, we've seen this. I mean, hell, the Atlanta Braves when they won the World Series a couple of years ago. They went through this some shit, you know. Have to see how that works out for them. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what else do we have for this evening, Jackpot? I think that was about it. Uh, Clemson, Clemson, their their fan base is starting to to get a little chippy here with. Uh, Clemson won today over Louisville, sweeping that series, improving to 31 and 17 overall, 14 and 10 in the conference. Now people are going to be talking tomorrow about will the Clemson Tigers be ranked? Uh, they're loving what uh, the new head coach up there is doing. We shall see how that works out. I don't know, man. I it's, mean, why not? They've had plenty of shitholes ranked so far this year, so why not rank another one? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Link uh, is uh, in the description there. Link in the description box below. Uh, May and Matthew wants to know why is Rob always trying to end the show? Well, I mean, we don't have uh, people uh, uh, clicking the link and coming on to participate. So, you know, if you guys want to participate, you're more than welcome, and we'll we'll go as long as we have to. But if not, then you know, you got sometimes sometimes y'all got to feed us the. You got to feed us the, uh, the the content. You know, we, we kind of feed off of the audience a little bit. Those kind of guys don't always have something planned. It's uh, I mean, it's we, off the cuff a lot. Um, so we did the stuff with uh, with Clemson. We talked about the uh, the stuff with um, South Carolina baseball team. Eh. Mayhem joins us. What's up, buddy? Yeah. Uh... I just wanted to call in and uh, I want to talk about this. So uh, I'm not really high this year on Florida State. Um, everybody is though, and I'll tell you what it reminds me of, and you can kind of tell me if I'm crazy or not. Um, so remember in 2021 how NC State went nine and three, right? You know that's good yeah. for them. So then. In the offseason, talking about how they're going to beat Clemson, how they're going to win the ACC, all well, that they stuff. Did, they, did be, they did beat Clemson in 2021, though. Well, I'm talking about in 2020. They went 9-3, and three, but in 2022, they were supposedly going okay, to Okay, right. I got you. So, I, smell and, what you, I smell what you're cooking. So, you know, then they had this amazing quarterback in Devin Leary, right? So, all right, so let's go to 2022. Florida State goes 9-3 and three with a bowl win, 10-3. and three. And now they're going to win the ACC, and they're planning on, uh, you know, beating Clemson and stuff. It, it, to me, it's kind of like the same 
ordeal here. And I feel like Florida State fans are going to uh, wake up one day and it's going to be reality. I mean, I don't think they're going to be contenders for the ACC. I know the ACC is really not that great. I understand that. But can y'all help me understand this? I, I understand they're going to have a great offense. Great, you know, they got a tight end from, from South Carolina. I, I get it. They got great everything. I get it. I, I think they're – I'm going to be honest. I think Florida State's defense is a little bit sus, if you ask me. But um, I, want, I want your thoughts on this. I'm not buying anything that uh, Florida State is selling. So, you know, when Florida State had dominant teams, I mean, they had guys that uh, the defensive line was always great. I mean, they, they had playmakers all over the place. And you, you can't fix that in one recruiting cycle. It takes time. And I think Mike Norvell relies – we, we talked about Dabo uh, not dipping into it enough. I think Mike Norvell relies too heavily uh, on the transfer portal, uh, trying to piece his team together, kind of like a Lane Kiffin-type uh, uh, individual. And, I mean, hell, wasn't it just like a couple of years ago? Wasn't he, like, facing some kind of big player revolt down there or something? Yeah, but, I mean, he, he, he supposedly got everybody to do what they were supposed to do, and they left, so – I don't know. He kind of cleansed the cleansed the palate, is I guess the best way to look at it. I don't know. Uh, jo- Jonathan Miller says sus defense. They returned Jared Verse. That's Never one. Heard I, of that's her. one. That's one guy. That's I mean. Never heard of her. And he, I'm, he telling, I'm telling you, Jaheim Bell's. Jared, uh, that Jared guy was supposed to go into the NFL draft, and he decided to forego to to go his last year at FSU, but still, that's one guy. Jaheim Bell, good player, lots of drama, lots of drama. If he don't get the touches that he's supposed to be getting down there, don't he, if he doesn't get the touches, uh, Mama's going to get on Twitter and start bashing the Seminole program. That's what they do. That's what yeah. they do. But I just well, – yeah, I, I think that every year it seems like we're we're we have it shoved down our throat. Florida State's going to be great, and then they're not. Well, it was just wasn't it? Well, I don't think we have it shoved down every year. It's going to be Florida State, but I think every year it's some it's some. What Mayhem Matthew brings up a good point. It's some it's somebody, uh, ACC or whatnot that gets kind of shoved down our throat. It ends up last year. It was last year it was Kentucky. Um, I think, and then we saw what happened with that, I and mean, it was kind of a, a self implosion. Plus, NC State. Um, there's, there's always somebody that everybody thinks is going to be something special, and they turn out to be a big turd. Yeah, we have turds every year. It was Texas, Texas A&M, A&M last year was one. Yeah, Miami was up there too. People were like, "Oh, Miami's going to be great." Nah, not so much. But uh, I just wanted y'all's input on that. Thank y'all for letting me uh, come on the show. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Right, he says uh, about Jaheim Bell, he says he's touchy about his touches, if you will. How would Dusty Dusty Rhodes have said that? He, oh, Jaheim Bell, he's he's touchy about his touches, if you will. Twisted Rooster said Bell had a little over 500 yards. So did Lloyd. Not sure why everybody thinks the Gamecocks are going down because of those guys. Birch had four and a half sacks in three years. Yeah. Well, if you watch, if you watched uh, Jackpot's video this morning with your breakfast, like you should have been doing, uh, we have a guy named Jatius Gear who's been on campus. Um, probably uh, going to be a, a crystal ball transfer portal guy to the Gamecocks from Syracuse. Uh, he's from BHP High School up in the, the Anderson County area. Uh, and this guy last year with Syracuse had like six and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, uh, which I noted he was he didn't play at all in 2021. So 2022 is really his only action. Uh, that's one less sack than Jordan Birch has had in three years. True. Uh, let's welcome in Bluegrass Sports Media. What's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? What you got, man? So, um, to, 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 to kind of 
go off what Mayhem Matthew said, I think the difference between Florida State and all the other teams is I think North Carolina State is never going to be talented enough to win the East. I think Florida State is legitimately, legitimately talented enough to win the ACC this year. Okay. Mm. They might be, but once again, uh, I, I say uh, that that's something that I've got to see. I've got to see it happen before I believe that it's going to happen. I mean, we have not seen them beat the teams that that they need to beat in order for that to happen. Now, like last year, like if they had beaten a Clemson and you know lost the other two, then maybe we could say, hey, you know, look right here. But if you've, I mean, they beat LSU early in the season, and that was kind of a fluky type win. Uh, Rob likes to talk about flukes a lot. That that is definitely one that I would have definitely called a fluke. Um, so you know, I'm just not, I'm just not sold on it. I mean, just show me. If you show me, then maybe I'll change my tune a little bit. No, and I completely understand <laughs> what you're coming from there, Jackpot. But the thing is. And it's one of Rob's favorite guys. Jimbo Fisher fucked Florida State awfully. Uh, for his last three to four years, though, he didn't recruit offensive linemen at a Division One FBS level. Um, and then they went and hired a guy, Willie Taggart, who sent him into the dark ages for Florida State. I think they finally got – a guy in uh, – I forget his last, his last name is Atkinson. He's actually an offensive line coach. Um, that's the offensive coordinator down there. I think they finally got an offensive line that could compete, and I think that's why they were so bad in the past. Like, they were really bad up front. Um, and I think that's why they they have a shot this year. I mean, I think they've always had the talent on the skill positions, but I think they've finally gotten to where they need to be up front on the offensive line. Well, we'll have to see how uh, how that comes about. I I mean, I'm just still not buying uh, buying Florida State is just this most awesome thing ever. So that's just me. Yeah. yeah. All right, hey man, we've got uh, we got to move on. Thanks for uh, coming in. Hill Jack's up next. Hill Jack, what do you got for the show, brother? Hey, how y'all doing? Good. What's going on? Um. Yeah, I, I'm not going to try to uh, trick myself this year. I, I'm picking Clemson and Florida State to play twice. I'm not going to try to uh, be, 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 uh, you know how it's fun to try to pick somebody that nobody else is picking. I'm not doing that in the ACC. I think Clemson and Florida State are playing twice. Uh, But that's not why I called in, uh, believe it or not. Um, The reason I called in is because I know you two are are, are degenerate gamblers, as am I. Have have y'all looked at some of the early lines that are out for these games? Uh, Tennessee uh, is only a seven and a half point favorite against Florida. Uh, why isn't everybody putting their life savings on that? Well, I mean, what were they favored over them last year? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know, but that game was pretty close. I'm Florida covered, I think. Well, yeah, but that game was early in the year. Uh, so, but, uh, (laughs) didn't you just say Florida's going three and nine? I mean, we played one game, and I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I don't see a lot of wins on that schedule. So, you would take Florida plus seven and a half against Tennessee. I I'll, give, I'll give you that right now. I'll give you ten and a half. I wouldn't, but I'm not. I'm not saying that it's outside the realm of possibility. It's I'll not, give you ten and a half. It's not insane. And I'll give. I'll give you ten and a half. But I just still, I still just don't trust Tennessee either. I mean, I don't, I don't, well, I, don't I mean, you know, I don't know that. Well, know, then take Florida, then take Florida plus ten and a half. The I line is that. the line is seven and a half. I'm giving you three free points. I may do that. I'll give you thirteen and a half. Now, I might take some action on that. All right, twenty dollars. Friendly bet. Right. Let's do it. All right, I got the Hill Jacks minus thirteen and a half. Do I send if I lose? Do I send the money to Hilljack at AOL.com? Send it to T Manning at PeytonMartin.com. All right. No, I Thank just you. I, I'm not I'm not Goodbye. sold on uh I don't know about you, Rob. I'm not sold on uh on Tennessee this year with you know a new quarterback. Um 
and you know these teams. I mean, have have we got teams that are finally starting to figure out this gimmick offense? I mean, they've got more and more film on it, more and more. Um, I'm, I'm waiting till he's done. TriStar, we, welcome to the program. We've seen the Gamecock slow it down. We've seen Georgia slow it down. A lot of these teams are going to start figuring that out, and Tennessee's going to have to start doing different things. Well, and are they going to be able to succeed at those different things? Just, just let him finish his point. Go ahead, TriStar, go. Okay, so you, you mentioned about uh, teams slowing it down. Well, they've tried that. The only one that's really been successful at it has been Georgia. Kentucky tried slowing the game down, and it didn't work. You think? Hold on. What are, the South Carolina game? South Carolina manned up, and the only time they got beat was when they went zone. I mean, yeah. I mean, Spencer Rattler played the game of his life. Wesley Abrams over in the comment section says we had a fight in the locker room before the USC game. That's like excuse yeah, number. That, that, that's actually true. That four thousand. That's, that's still no excuse. Well, if, if nothing else, that should have fired him up. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have a fight, and then we go out there and play like shit. I guess we know who won the fight. Well, (laughs) again, I I put a lot of credit on Spencer Rattler finally got his head out of his ass and learned how to throw a football. And then, uh, uh, you know, he he, he faced some tough defenses down the stretch last year. uh, Are are you going to say Florida's defense was tougher than Tennessee's? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was that day. Well, I, I'm I'm under the belief. I think that was just an outlier game. I think it was just Spencer Rattler played the game of his life, and we didn't. I, I believe the Florida game was an outlier, and he just played the worst game of his life. Well, he went from having the worst game of his life to the best game of his life. But sometimes you got to hit rock bottom, kind of like a drug addict, you know. Yep, sometimes you got to go to hell before you go to heaven. There you go. But, I mean, you know, like, like I said, I, it'll be interesting to see, like, how, how are y'all wide receiver? How are y'all on that defensive line? Because I know y'all I, I'm wide receiver. I, don't know, I know uh, uh, wide receiver one's pretty damn good. Um, uh, uh, Dak Joyner, I think, is probably going to end up back at wide receiver. When South Carolina lands this Notre Dame kid out of the transfer portal, uh, running back, so that'll be that. Um, you know, tight end looking pretty good there. This Trey Knox guy from Arkansas is the real deal. Glad to see that he wanted to come over to the good side and get out of that shithole. Uh, don't know why he didn't decide to do it earlier in his career, but you know what? Better late than never. Um, defensive line, South Carolina's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a work in progress. Got a new coach there. Just took over last week, Traven Robertson, uh, South Carolina great from 2009 to 2012. So we're in good shape. Things are looking up. Well, I, I've got y'all going like eight and four, maybe nine and three. I, I think y'all skull drag Florida, honestly. They better. Maybe I. So is, are we gonna like? I don't know how good Florida is gonna be, but I tell you what, if you know, if I, I, I think they're gonna be horrible. Well, look, if Napier, uh, if Napier, why am I saying? What, what's my brain? My brain's not working. This Sunbelt Billy. Yeah, if Sunbelt Billy goes out there and rolls that team to an eight and four season, a lot of us are gonna have to shut the hell up. Oh yeah, and I will. But until I see otherwise, you know. I'm sorry. I, I got them going like four and eight. I think I think they'll lose to Vanderbilt again. I think Tennessee is going to skull drag them. I think Georgia is going to skull drag them. I think Kentucky is going to beat them again. I, I and I I think fucking Utah is going to skull drag them. I, yeah, I, I think say, I think Utah is out for blood. Oh yeah, and it's in it's in Salt Lake City. So yeah, you're gonna have a lot this of is usually how Mormons. Florida fans are. This is why I'm not too concerned about that Florida game because if they get blown out by Utah, they're not going to show up when they play Tennessee because they're already thinking, well, we lost to them. Well, shit, we're, we're playing Tennessee now. They're going to beat the hell out of us. Hmm. And that's what's going to happen. And- I just think, uh, look, I, I don't believe in Florida either, 
But, you know, I, I if he does come out and he gets that win over Utah, which nobody thought he was going to beat Utah last year, I mean, you never know until that comes about. But well, it's, yeah. only, that game was like a pick em, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Utah was only favored by like one point. So that right. was actually predicted to be a, a tight game. It's just, you know, they made the stop when they needed to make the stop. That's all that was. Hmm. And then, you know, like I said, Anthony Richardson had a hell of a game. And I'm sorry, Graham Mertz. I'm sorry. I, they're, uh, you know, their quarterback room might be the worst in the SEC. I've said before, you know what Graham Mertz, the name Graham Mertz is German. You know what it's German for? No. Wet fart. Well, if you watch his Wisconsin film, his off his uh, offensive <laughs> play was a wet fart. Well, here's what's here's Terrible. how I see Tennessee going. So basically, their first four games, there in the words of Nate, they're going to drag Skolem to a forty-two lead, and then South Carolina. I mean, I, right now I think they got Tennessee as a thirteen-point favorite on South Carolina. It's at home. I think Tennessee picks up the victory on that one. And then we got a bye week. Then we got Texas A&M coming in. And I think Jimbo's still going to be calling plays. I think they literally just hired Bobby Petrino just to shut the fans up. Because he has A&M by the balls. Because he's got that bit, was it now, $75 million buyout now? Because it wasn't. Right, yeah. So, yeah, he's got A&M by the, by the balls. He can say, well, you don't, you don't want me calling plays. All right, well, fire me then. And pay me my money, so he ain't got he ain't got to do anything. He's BB said, "Met wet fart Mertz is going to make you eat those words." Jack, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. okay. Uh, was that a Florida man saying that? Yes. <laughs> okay, dude, dude, y'all are going to get fucking skull drugged by Florida State. Y'all are probably going to get. Just everybody, everybody's drug. getting skull drug. I mean, come on, let's have let's have something different here. How about there are other words you could use? Skull drug, mouth pumped. Uh, Bloodied, badgered, beaten, broken. Well, there's words I would say, but it would get us all kicked off of the internet. But I'm not gonna say Jesus. We'll just go with skull drag then. Yeah, beat the hell out of them. Fair enough, man. Try star, thank you, buddy. Have a good one. That doesn't even sound right. Could you imagine that game in Columbia? God, that would be awful if you had to listen to that on the radio. Touchdown, Florida. Touchdown, Graham Mertz. Bluegrass Sports Media checks back in. What do you have for the show, sir? Oh, he's just not here anymore. Fine. I think he... Well, he's probably sleeping. I think he, was, he might have been jacking it and accidentally hit the link. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it. He was, uh, he was watching porn on like a split screen. He had us still up and... He, the thumb flew one way. Boop, bang, hit the link. Let's do that. Um, touchdown, Graham Mertz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't care. We don't care. All right. Well, Jackpot, we've had a good show this evening, sir. And I uh, appreciate you as always. We'll be back at it on Wednesday, man. I guess we're out of here. Yeah, buddy. We'll see you guys later on. See you later. All right.